I'd like to take his face. Oh. She call himself ass kick instead. Have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beat to you? Yes! Blood! Am I getting through to you? Hello, and welcome back to We Bought a Nick on We Bought a Mike one last time. Or one last time until we do this all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I think we will. Yeah, until mm-hmm. we get to like volume two, volume three, volume four. Or at least until the uh, the little bonus superlative pod that we might do where we kind of do the, the, big, the big Nick wrap up. I have a pitch. I think that we should do this series again, but with only... To be cage performances, I I don't know about that. <laughs> That'd be great. I would do it. I would That's do it. it. We got one in. We need two more. I'll think about it. I don't know. We need two more, meaning like you're not in. <laughs> no. no, no, no. I just wanted to throw the idea out there. I have to oh, think wow. about this more. <laughs> yeah, I'm out Depends. then. I thought I was the majority. Just an idea vote. Depends on the to be. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm Ernest. I am now switch. <laughs> Hunter and I'm ah, I didn't write it down um <laughs> you gotta go lipless spoiler alert that's because I was using low velocity rails child <laughs> Drew and joining us for the first time our old friend David our oldest friend mm-hmm. yeah I'm glad to be here guys uh-huh. aka Dav aka honestly Dav I met Dave first out of anyone here when we were 14 years old. No, David and I knew each other. No, I, well, I met him before I met either any of you guys. Oh, okay. I'm saying. I thought you meant. No, no, no. I, you were both in my freshman science class and David sat behind me and uh, he was coming straight from PE and he wore flip flops and he had stinky feet. Dude, you bring this up every time. <laughs> stinky. Dude, my feet were gross. <laughs> they were bad. And I, I'm, well, I have Drew to think. They look yeah. great right now. So listeners should know this. Yeah, this, he's, he's got them on the on. table. <laughs> <laughs> he's rubbing them with Toes oil. <laughs> the the pod studio is uh, it is a pedicure oasis right now. Mm-hmm. We are all getting our nails did. Mm-hmm. It is gorgeous because we're pretending to be gays so we can hang out with a girl, and it's not problematic at all. Yeah, twenty ten. It's, <laughs> it's not sexual assault. For sure. Yeah. Talk about mm. things that have not aged well the past aged 11 years. awful. <laughs> like goddamn milk. We're talking kick-ass boys mm-hmm. for our last Nick Cage mm. episode. What a movie. What a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the cagiest movie. I wish. No, probably the least Cage screen time of any yeah. movie we've yeah. watched, which is a good way to cap this series because I think if you're not going to go full... Uh, port of call new orleans with it you need to have him in a role just like this where he's like not taking up that much space but in the frames he's in he's taking up all the space Mm -hmm. yeah you know what i mean when he does pop up yeah we love him Mm -hmm. yeah god it's kind of it's sad that i mean i think that kick-ass 2 has more chloe 
Grace Moretz. From what I remember, I didn't revisit that. I haven't movie. seen. I'm it. sure it does. I haven't seen that movie in a long, like since it came out. I think that we saw it in the theaters. I saw but, parts of it, like on like HBO or something at my dad's, but never in full. Mm-hmm. Never like sat down. I heard no, it just no. wasn't great, so I never yeah. got around to yeah, it. Yeah, it was just it was all right. But I mean, it's too bad that like because the scenes with Chloe Grace Moretz and Nick Cage are just fucking killer, man. Ooh, I just yeah. want like a whole movie of just the two of them. Because it's it's so good. Um, I have complicated thoughts on Aaron Taylor Johnson. He's um, actually pretty good in this. Movie. I think he's good in this movie. Yeah. Overall, no, eh, eh. it's. I mean, this is a. I think that if I'm honest, a lot of people could have done this part. Um, he definitely went to the um, Michael J. Fox school of sounding like a little kid. You know, where he the, the, all the VO is going like, I don't know, I'm just a high schooler. That's me. <laughs> you were probably wondering yeah, why I was such it's a just, fucking loser. Yeah, it, he he definitely watched like all the Back to the Futures to prep for this role, which is what you would do. It yeah, makes sense. I think mm-hmm. I think for what it is, he does. I know. Really I I it. ended up having not many complaints about him. I did like five minutes in. I wrote down immediately. I was like, okay, so I'm going to be frustrated this movie because Evan Peters is right there. And, and he's yeah. way more talented. And he's a way better actor. And he definitely, it's not, Evan Peters didn't audition to be the the friend with the least lines. He auditioned for the lead role. He has yeah. the curly hair. And he has the like, look. Should obviously. we put him as the number two who still ends up getting a girl? And they're like, no, we got Clark Duke for that. Well, no, yeah, That's we, what I thought you were we going to say. Well, that, we got Clark Duke right there. That, well, <laughs> 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 no, it's just like, you, you can't, he can't be like the sidekick because he looks just like Aaron Taylor Johnson. So he has to be like the third friend yeah. who's like kind of weird and like, you know, all over the place. He would have been a better pick. Then that's no disrespect to Aaron, who, as he was called back then, Aaron Johnson, not to dead name. Mm-hmm. Um, but Quick, Quicksilver is, I think, his, <laughs> uh, his new chosen name. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. I thought his name was Pietro? Godzilla. I thought it was Pietro. Pietro. Maximoff. I can't blame him for that performance, if I'm honest. That the roles were stupid. Yeah. It was a shit role. Um, but yeah, he he doesn't sink this movie at all. You Though, didn't have to sacrifice yourself to save uh, 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 Jeremy Renner. Uh, I thought you were gonna say this name of the floating city, which would have been an impressive poll if you had it. You mean Sokovia? Sokovia? Yeah, come on. You don't know about the Sokovian Accords? <laughs> All right. You know what? We're gonna pause this podcast, Drew. I have to explain the Sokovian Accords to you. How do you not know about this? All right. Well, I get it now. Yeah. So moving on. Um, Renner should have died. <laughs> the wrong, the wrong Renner died. <laughs> So, uh, and I'm a defender of that movie. He doesn't sink it. This movie did immensely well. Um, I'm I'm surprised that this movie isn't discussed more when discussing why Scott Pilgrim failed. Oh, financially? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Scott Pilgrim failed hard in this, this movie. Yeah, this was a hit. This movie had a quarter of the budget. To be dead honest, it looks like it has more budget than Scott Pilgrim has. Because Scott Pilgrim ended up having like a crazy short shooting schedule and you can see the corners being cut. This is an awesome looking movie. The direction is I came away being like, oh, this is like Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, I'm going to go watch the Kingsman movie. But I mean, like the like Scott Pilgrim, um, this film does kind of feel like it is bred. And this isn't an insult by any means, because I think that both these filmmakers, I'm going to compare Matthew Vaughn's style to have at least some semblance of artistry to him 
But Matthew Vaughn comes from a branch of the Edgar Wright School of Filmmaking and also a branch from the School of Zack Snyder Filmmaking. Mm. And that's like, I couldn't couldn't help but like think about like if Edgar Wright and Zack Snyder collaborated on a film, then this would be the project that came out of that. Yeah. And that's honestly fine. Like he's a really like every director will tell you that they're just a mix of other directors. No one, no director since like, you know, since like the forties has invented anything. So David, you chose this movie. We're here because you picked it. And originally you had chosen Ghost Rider. (laughs) Which would have gotten a lot more cage then. Got it, would have gotten a lot more cage, but this is a much better movie. <laughs> oh yeah, than Ghost Rider. So I'm glad you chose it. Mm-hmm. It's in the same genre of like superhero too. So for sure, comic book adaptation. Yeah, yeah. I think that Ghost Rider. Um, I don't. I, I don't know too much about Ghost Rider, but I don't think that you could have done what they did with this movie with something like that, because this very much like is built upon an established relationship to comic book movies and superhero movies, right? Yeah. Like it pulls so much from something like this, uh, Spider-Man Raimi, the Raimi Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Like it, it assumes that people will have a, some knowledge of those yeah. to get a lot well, of what this movie's doing. It's the same thing as Scott Pilgrim where these, both of them almost came along too early because uh, comic books at this point, cause this is based on a comic book, just like Scott Pilgrim. Mm. Um, comic books had moved to the point of being very meta and self-aware about comic books. And that's how you get Scott Pilgrim, which is, you know, it's like a comic book about comic books. And this is like even more so. This is like a comic book for comic book readers. Um, and that's why we have this like meta element, even though we didn't realize what, just how far superhero movies would go. Yeah. And so now if this were to drop now with alterations, Every single human on earth knows all the superhero conventions instead of like, you know, like a good amount of people. I it, wonder, it would also be a little tired today, yeah. though. Yeah. I wonder like if this would be received in a similar way as how Invincible was. Exactly. Yeah, the boys. But the boys, yeah, the boys. exactly. Yeah. Very R-rated. Yeah, that's like this that's movie's super R-rated. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what we got now. Um, but yeah, the it it was sort of an inverse of Scott Pilgrim financially where it's, it's budget was like 20 something million. It ends up making about a hundo, um, which is a great success. The second one failure, uh, didn't work out. I think they waited too long. It was, it was a while. Three years or three years. Yeah, it was, it was only three, but I, I don't know. I think with a movie like this, that didn't, it didn't, it wasn't like a smash, like out of nowhere, like 200 mil or whatever. I think he got it just like, pump it out you know what you gotta shit it out uh uh the the kick-ass comic book was published five years after the invincible comic book mm. oh. yeah. so invincible taken inspiration from invincible yeah invincible is 03 kick-ass was 08 so they fast-tracked this movie mm-hmm. and then invincible lay dormant for like almost 20 years just mm-hmm. sitting there and i think invincible is honestly way harder to adapt yeah because and that's why it's an animated show They're, they are going to try to do a live action yeah. thing that i don't know if it's going to work as well but it invincible is like way 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 bigger scope this is just like a guy putting on a suit and beating up some guys well yeah also invincible is a lot darker in tone than oh Kick-Ass wait is. yeah Kick-Ass way is like darker. i mean it's bloody like it they like don't hold anything back in some of the set pieces but like at the end of the day it's still just like a superhero origin story it's still like pretty 
like with a fresh look at things, a fresh R-rated look at mm-hmm. this story, but it's not anything. It's not reinventing the wheel. It's also much like Scott Pilgrim. It's a high school white boys movie. Like that's what who it's for. Yeah, we yeah. saw this movie in theaters. Yeah, this is one of the first R-rated movies I remember seeing in theaters that like we just went to. Like, yeah, it's one you like you sneak to, into. Yeah. Like we didn't have to, it wasn't like because I know a few years earlier we saw um, Paranormal Activity oh, and stuff that. like that. But like that was like we had to get my sister to buy me tickets and everything else like that. And this one we is like just I think we just I don't know. Did we buy did, tickets when, to this? You couldn't. When it was they, 2010. Yeah, it was like I, I think I think we, we got Heather to buy us tickets. Did we get too. Heather to buy her? T- uh, yeah. yeah. We, Shout we, out we to having an older gotten, sister. We must have gotten somebody because or a parent or something. It, we were like or just snuck in. Or, yeah, or just yeah, yeah or just, just go in. in. Um, I think I did we have bought the, tickets to year one and just snuck into <laughs> kick ass. Instead. I think I did have my ticket stub for this in my box of them. Um, so somebody must have gotten the tickets. I remember though that like. I used to go to the movies for my birthday every year mm-hmm. and we used to see the shittiest movies when we were little like because it was in April yeah, it's, it's an er- April right birthday the summer so there was never anything good out so I remember seeing like balls of fury mm. hell yeah and like <laughs> probably like year one that, that was probably one of them pushed ahead a month because they're like we don't want to compete with the big boys exactly and um, this one this one for my like 14th birthday I I think um or no was it 2010 I guess was like 16th birthday mm-hmm. um it was like the first time I remember like, wow, an April movie for my birthday. That's actually good. Just for me. And it's yeah. And it's exactly like that age range of just like, yeah, it's for it's for high schoolers oh, to sneak into off. because, yeah, it's just about like kids who like, you know, are losers at school, which we were. And like <laughs> all they want to do is like be epic and get pussy. <laughs> like yeah. that's yeah. exactly that's relatable. <laughs> Yeah, at the time, yeah, honestly, it's, it's, it's a high school kid fantasy. It movie. struck a chord, and it's interesting that you know Mark Millar properties haven't, other than Kingsman, haven't really like struck that same chord again. It was kind of like this sweet spot where this movie, it, if you made it exactly the same way you it was made eleven years ago today. You can't. It would not work at no, all. You can't. It would not he, be received well. The, you can't. A, a major plot point being pretending to be gay so that you can sexually assault a girl is awful. You don't. You don't do that. Yeah, I. I great. don't remember that. Like, <laughs> like rewatching this, no. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. I was like, I how did I? How do I don't remember this, dude. <laughs> That's it's funny. Rough. It's, it's so rough. <laughs> I do. I do not remember that at all. And I remember there being so much more cage in this movie. Like whenever, you, like I just there's remember, only like maybe two big scenes. Yeah. Yeah, like I thought the Big Daddy was just like such this like omnipresent figure well, in a way that he is, but he's just not on screen if, for most if, of it. If you watch the trailer, though, he is. He's all over because because no one else in this is a bankable star, right? Especially at this time. Yeah, so they're um, showing you a lot Clark of Clark Duke. Excuse me, <laughs> yeah. hot tub time machine. Well, Clark wait, Duke. This is before even his uh, his stint on The Office, right? Yeah, it it must was have, last season The Office. So that was like twenty. Yeah, no, it's it's well before that. Yeah. He's this is hot tub time machine. Um, I'm yeah. pretty sure that was like before. Man, sh- the movies were bad for a minute. Hey, um, dude, Hot Tub Time Machine. Also, uh, um, the main girl. Uh, I'm blanking on her character's name. Wow, it's yeah. almost as if she's uh, barely even throwaway character. character. Yeah, it's Just almost like only to exist for feels us. to jack off. <laughs> feels so sorry for that actress. That uh, I mean, Lindsay, I hope she got Lindsay paid Francesca. well. Francesca, what is her character's name? Um, Katie. 
Katie I mean, Duma. I, see, I watched this movie a half hour ago and I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. Like, see, all I, I remember mean, is that she's like a, a Pollyanna. She's too good. Like literally she has no negative characteristics She's whatsoever. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't go to the comic book store. I have to volunteer at the needle yeah. factory. Also, if she frequents the comic book store that they frequent, why doesn't he know that? Yeah, that's that's a big uh, plot hmm. hole thing. They're there like every day. Everything wrong with kick ass in 12 minutes. If I don't I mean, want to go, that. if we're going to go there. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> would you continue? Would you start to date? A man who lied to you about being no, gay. no especially immediately. This, I, she forgives just, him immediately. I, I had the, they lo- they're like in love, and she also <laughs> believes he's kick-ass immediately. Literally, their costumes sold at the the yeah. fucking store what? they go to together. There's a man who died, is, who is killed <laughs> by Mark Strong. Um, no, I I have in my notes already that like just like man, we're just fucking just going right to the forgiveness part, right? Like, well, I mean, I knew it though. You, you, this is just that type of movie however i don't want to i don't want to get bogged down in negativity there's a lot to like about the movie um if we're zooming out we're starting more from the beginning uh the way it unfolds i think is pretty cool and unique because even as the movie progresses and this kid gets wrapped up in like being a vigilante hero that gets famous and viral he doesn't do hardly anything like he doesn't actually do heroic acts for like 99% of the movie. He does yeah. one thing in the beginning, which is very conceivable. He literally just like gets beat up and then like makes the guy run away. What was all he set, does. The dialogue of that scene though, it sells the notion of the heroic. No, exactly. It's, it's, it's very well executed. I'm assuming it's, you know, that would go back to the comic book. It also makes more sense that they're on MySpace. that, the Dude, comic book came I, out. One of my notes was just MySpace. 2010, we're, 2010 <laughs> with the boys in, are not on MySpace. I wish we were. MySpace was better than it Facebook. It was so much better. That was what they were trying to reboot MySpace with Justin Timberlake. I and actually, it was like an actual just empty space. It was my... Yo. On my on my resume, I claim that I have a background web design because of my <laughs> hours and hours that I've logged yeah, coding pasting, for MySpace. Pasting code into like <laughs> yeah. my about me section yeah, like, so the, that I can have like a graphic of like Dwight Howard dunking yeah, so you can have, <laughs> next to my profile like picture. 12 pixels. Yeah. I, can, I can embed a PNG. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it, I don't know. I just, I like the way that like at no point in this does he suddenly develop some unbelievable skill set. You know what I mean? Like for 99% of the movie, he's just a guy who's like, Oh no, like I don't want this shit. Like I got to get out of this. His senses are dulled by the attack. Yeah. He, he gets stabbed and then hit by a car and that makes it so he can't feel much. Um, luckily it did not affect his penis. (laughs) I don't know if you (laughs) thought about that. (laughs) Um, thank God. Um, but yeah, he, like he has a very slight advantage and it doesn't really like help him that much in the movie. And I love that. Like, I really, really like that because in reality that wouldn't help. You would still pass out if you got like knocked out. You know what I mean? You would still be incapacitated. You could still get the wind knocked out of you. Even yeah. if you can't feel it. Like I love that he, the first encounter that he has is kick ass. He just gets stabbed immediately. Yeah. He gets, like yeah. that's such a great choice. Stabbed so fast, hit by a car. I like, uh, I mean, a lot of the table setting of this is done with VO and montage and it's very like, it looks great. Um, it's well executed. Comic booky. Yeah. It, it looks like it's so well directed. Um, but you know, it's, it's a lot of like very basic table setting to be like, 
I'm not like some sort of superhero. I'm just like a regular guy. Um, and it's done well. Like it's, it's funny when his mom dies, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Oh, the Yo, yeah, was funny. yeah. She just dies at the breakfast table. Like it's he's like, like, yeah, no, I, I didn't have some crazy like murder story. And then his mom just like dies. She's like, yeah, she just had an aneurysm yeah. for cereal. Which is still, by the way, like very stylized. It's not like a, you know, like a long fight with cancer or whatever. It's, it's, it's funny and it is heightened, but it's also, it does establish that this isn't your mom's comic book, mm-hmm. you know? And the dad is just like, yeah, we can, we can move on. That's that. like, yeah. The dad shows no, <laughs> he doesn't show one single emotion in the whole movie. He's just like, you all right, kid. I, I mean, part of it is the, like why this movie has just such a great flow to it is it's just like edited to perfection. Like that is yeah. what I'm talking about, about that Edgar Wright style where it's just like so snappy. It's just like mm-hmm. scene to scene, to scene, to scene, to scene. Yeah, It's just, it's yeah. It's very, very impressive. It's not just the editing, which is very well done in the action direction itself. It's the fact that this movie looks entirely like it's worth a hundred million dollars. It's bright. They're, yeah. The color, colorful. the color is incredible. Um, the city sequences are really, really great. Like every single piece of this looks high budget and it was done for a third of Scott Pilgrim's budget. I have to give that to Vaughn. Like he outdid Edgar Wright in a couple categories here. Scott Pilgrim is a better movie. Um, and it showcases like some way, way better editing and directing at points. But at other points, it doesn't. Um, this is a very even handed movie. Like it feels like it's in steady hands the entire way through. Uh, and I was I obviously kind of knew to expect that because this is the Kingsman guy. This is like the the Reddit all star, like uh, underrated gem mm-hmm. Kingsman, like yeah. epic scene. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I won't. I will just say yeah, Drew, right now. I'm gonna stop you right there. Uh, I will not stand for any more Scott Pilgrim blasphemy on this podcast. Scott Pilgrim is a perfect film. It's, it's a, not. It's a, there is, there are a lot of scenes where the CG looks like movie. dog shit. I watch that movie like at least once a year. Yeah, it's like it's. I said it's a better movie. It's just it looks like they rushed it because they did. Like that's listen. Fine. Drew doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Right? Okay, <laughs> Drew, you're on. You're on numbered here. Okay, so it's me and Edgar Wright who has said all of this versus you two. Look, look <laughs> upon Deal. the Scott Pilgrim poster here yeah, just in sing. the pod room. Yeah. Stage. Well, right. see, that's the other reason Bow Scott Pilgrim is cooler is, is because it's about like a band. It's not. I, I don't. I'm. I don't care. I never cared about superheroes. Mm. This is about just like a guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and this is cool because it does like delve into like what if a superhero wasn't a superhero. Um, another movie of the same ilk is Super with Rain Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, th- not as punchy as I this don't one. remember. Well, so a this single is, thing about that. This movie, is sort of honest. like a, a triptych. These, these sort of, it, you know, this is another 2010 movie along with these two. Wasn't that directed by James Gunn? Yes, yeah. it is a James Gunn film. Uh, Rain Wilson, Elliot Page, Liv Tyler, Kevin Bacon, Nathan Fillion. It's not great. It's almost well, the it would never compete with. Uh, Scott Pilgrim or Kickass because it's hyper real like it's bad it's like the things that happen are like bad they, you know what I mean they try to make that movie kind of like a norm like a mumble core it is indie yeah it's trying drama. to go indie because they got Elliot Page they're like oh the Juno thing it's just the issue is that it doesn't glorify heroes and the way they marketed it was very much like Kickass where mm-hmm. it's gonna be like yo I'm just gonna be an epic hero and the lesson of that movie is don't do that. It's right. bad and It'll you fuck and you, you up. will watch people die. Yeah. This movie, like it, it is fucked up and he doesn't like it. But in the end of the movie, he's a hero. So I, with a lot of bodies left yeah. cool. so, in the trail, so many murders. <laughs> I, I really that the reason I would never watch Kick-Ass 2 is because 
Chloe Grace Moretz needs so much help. Yeah. She has committed, like, I would guess, because we didn't even see all the shit she's done. She's probably committed three figures of murders. Yeah. And she's, like, ten. <laughs> like, yeah, Nick Cage's, like, ex-partner is like, dude, you're a psychopath. You're raising your girl to be, like, yeah. another psychopath. And he's <laughs> right. I have a question yeah, exactly. for you guys. I, it's the hit the 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 kill count for kickass oh somebody did the according math. to yes according to uh fandom.com mm. um which very reliable source um how many people died in this movie you want to go first david i'm gonna say like 80 so so this is the total number of people who die in the movie or this is the hit girl body count? no the no, amount no, no. of people this who is die. the amount of people who are killed. most of them are killed by hit girl i i'm gonna go a little higher i'm gonna go 105 i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say 53 okay you guys are all well okay no drew did not go over at least it's total of 73 deaths oh okay oh. you're really so close close, close yeah. dave yeah um yeah, no, a lot of and most of them because it, it says like how they died. Almost all of them are like shot by hit girl, stabbed by hit girl, stabbed by hit girl. <laughs> she was kills the most in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Except for and then we have that one big daddy scene uh, yeah. of him, which I wrote down in my notes at one point. I was like, can we please we fucked up like as a society <laughs> by trying to cast Nicolas Cage as Superman. Well, we should have just cast him as fucking Batman. Yeah. Like, mm. I don't know how his Bruce Wayne would have been. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, is my I God. can't imagine him. My as brain Bruce just Wayne. went in 17 different Batman, directions. I think as Batman, he would fucking kill it. He has the physicality to do it. But then I changed that and I said, can we actually make Chloe Grace Moretz Batman? Um, I'm sure she's very available for that. Um, she's she's things, a star in things, this movie. Things yeah. didn't pan out as you know. Every she couldn't get good roles after. Unfortunately, I she mean, I got pigeonholed into a lot of shittier parts. Yeah, the thing is though, she, I I can't pin it all. Obviously, like 99 percent of the time, especially with women as their careers pan out, you can blame it on Hollywood. She uh, she just didn't. You know, she didn't. She didn't quite hey, grow to be as good an in, actress. Hey, she's in Tom and Jerry. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> okay, she's in the new. So as I said, the new uh, hit movie. So she just. I mean, she was in like Suspiria. She's really good in that. The uh, remake from 2018. Yeah, no, um, I, I don't mean to. I don't like she does. That. She's been trying to do a lot of like more indie stuff. Some yeah, of it's hit. Some of that's it the thing. Been. I can't denigrate her. It could be. It's just because uh, you watch this movie. You watch any movie where she's a little kid. You're buying all the stock in the world. You're like, this is like the next spunky. And she grows up and yeah, but then that doesn't always happen because sometimes these kids don't want to do that. Like Dakota Fanning, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, she, you know, she's unreal in this movie. Um, it's it's a character that could go wrong with like a worst kid actor because it, it's like a really corny character. It could, it could destroy the entire movie. Yeah, if It went wrong. Because, the whole thing would fall apart. Yeah. Because this character is basically just written as like kid who says the F word and it's cool, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it shows over motherfuckers. So if the kid's bad, then that part sucks. But like she rules, she's really, really, really good. She is my favorite part of the movie. Hands down. She is incredible. She's a star. She just like owns the screen uh, you know, I, I know that there's more problematic things in this movie than her, but I think that this is one of those things that you couldn't do again. It's 11 just, years later. You wouldn't, you just wouldn't glorify Nick Cage's side of things too much. Right. Yeah. This movie, like, obviously it's not trying to tell us, Hey, do this to your kid, but it is not telling us not to. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm left kind of thinking I might do this to my kid. 
You know, I, hey, I look, think you if should. My, if my wife is murdered, then yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I like, <laughs> I like kill my wife. I'm like, oh, you got murdered. Damn. Does well, I guess murdered? I'm gonna. I'm gonna train my daughter to kill me. Yeah, you you got murdered when you were nine months and I don't thirty days pregnant. Gets, Hopefully, we can get that kid out. She doesn't get murdered. Oh, she no, tries she, to she know kill herself. Well, she kills herself because Nick Cage was framed. She right. does too many yeah drugs because he was framed. Who was he framed by? Was he Mark Strong? He was framed by. Okay, that makes more sense why he's specifically mad at Mark Strong. His motivation makes sense. It's his actions that are really rough because, like, as the uh, rational cop who was this girl's guardian says, you owe her a childhood. And he's like, no, 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 no. Mark Strong owes her a childhood. And it's like, no, 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 no. You owe her a childhood. Mm -hmm. You're her dad. Yeah. You were only in prison for five years. Yeah. Like, 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 that doesn't mean you have to come out and make her into a mass murderer. (laughs) You fucking freak. I can I talk the way that Nick Cage delivers some of the lines in this movie is so good. I wrote down because I was trying to figure out like what his like uh, like the way that he says certain things and he speaks like he's like an automated voice message system. <laughs> he's just like, well, here you are. And red mist. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird here you choice. are. Kick ass ass <laughs> kick no uh-huh. it just does it, yeah it sounds so unnatural it's, like the, when he's every time he says child it's like have you he got like that bad lieutenant like he, he thought uh-huh. he was in the wrong set he was like now i'll do a nolan's accent here <laughs> to say but only on the word child <laughs> it's very it's very odd but you know obviously he fits into the movie because he's camp and he's over the top the i think one person more than almost anyone who fits perfectly into the movie is Mark Strong. I, I did want to return back to Strong because yeah. he, he gives a performance that's very similar to what he does in Shazam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, in Shazam, Shazam is a PG-13 rated movie. So he can only do so much. Yeah. And there's also more tragedy with his character in Shazam where he's trying to be like, yes. oh, wham, I watched my parents die. Right. In this movie, he just is like evil <laughs> and, it, and he gets it to rules. just be evil. Yeah. yeah he's, he's like, he's bazooka? despicable. Huh. Okay. <laughs> did you see Shazam, David? I did see Shazam. Yeah. How'd you feel about it? It, it was good. Yeah. Mm, sounds like you hated it. I, I would give it I, I would give it like a seven point five out of ten. Yeah. yeah. No, that's okay. what I, I mean. That's yeah. totally on fair. the DC scale yeah, movies though. Like it's, best it's, one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a ten. Yeah, it's it's basically like sort of a kid friendly version of movies like this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's you know, it's it's has that fantasy. It has that removal, that meta element to it. It's just like kids can watch it, you know. Um, so this is super random, but in the uh the Wikipedia article for Kickass, it says that this was uh, one of the most illegally downloaded movies ever. Yeah, makes sense. It was this era. Twenty ten is like peak of LimeWire and a BitTorrent. Yes, yeah, the peak of every high schooler knowing how to it's, torrent a movie. It's actually according to this at at the time, it held the number two spot. Can anybody guess what the most that torrent is? Is it is it right around this time period? Yeah, uh, Avatar. Oh. Yes. Yep. No. Avatar. Yeah, just because it's like the yeah. movie. It was like the big yeah. movie. And everybody's just like, wait, this movie keeps making my. Is this movie good? Like, do I, do I need to watch this movie again? And then people watch it and they're like, it's fine. It's yeah, nothing. it's like a 720p rip and they're like, this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like a cam. It's like somebody filmed it on like a shitty 2007 Maybe, iPhone. No, people, they download a 720p rip and then they're just like, I'm going to put this on my 
curved 3D TV that I have. <laughs> watch it this way. <laughs> the way that James Cameron fucking intended yeah, it. I'm going to watch this in my submarine, just like James Cameron would. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll watch it on my Zune. But yeah, Mark Strong is playing sort of like a mob boss. What city are we in? New York. New York. So we're, we stay in New York? Yeah. Okay, so they're not shooting in New York. A hundred percent. No, I, I doubt did not it. know where this was yeah, because I was that's like, this the is one a, budgetary I was like, is this thing. Chicago or something. That's the one budget thing you can see is they're not in New York for most of this movie. The you've obviously skyline shots were in New York, but like anytime that there there's an exterior and it's like pretty open and there's like just like a diner and then like a lumber there's warehouse no shot. Traffic like, are we in Manhattan at a lumber yeah. warehouse? There's no traffic anywhere yeah, yeah, in yeah. the city. They they shot in um Atlanta in Canada. Ooh. Uh, so Toronto. Vancouver, oh, Vancouver, Toronto. Toronto. Man, them and Scott Pilgrim, I had just been bumping into each other on sets. Yeah. So <laughs> also, Scott Pilgrim takes place in Toronto. Uh, so here's another Scott there. Yeah. Here's another tidbit: the scene where we meet Big Daddy and Hit Girl was filmed in London. <laughs> when, Why? When he's shooting her with the vest on. Yeah. yeah, like where they're in like that, uh, like, like a sewer. Their yeah. their rules for shooting kids are more lax <laughs> over there. You're gonna be fine, baby doll. <laughs> Love it. That's such a good. That's movie. the thing. Why is did like, they shoot that in London, though? Like, why? It's so random. Is Chloe know. British? No, because Aaron Taylor Johnson is. Um, and there were a couple of words that he couldn't quite nail, and it always made me laugh in this movie. Oh, so the way he talks in Tenet is like his regular voice. Yeah. Hey, oi! <laughs> Temporal pincer movement. Yeah, the, he kept on. <laughs> Like there are a lot of outtakes of this movie where he keeps just saying temporal pincer movement because that's what just <laughs> what they say. Yeah, he, he got intended. That's the most common phrase in in England. It's like bloody. You just like put it in a sentence. <laughs> Cowboy shit. Um. So it, it's. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like like cinema sins because. It's stupid to be annoyed that we're not coming down harder on Nick Cage because this is just a dumb fucking movie. Like we're allowed to just watch it and think it's stupid and fun, right? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. It's I, more. It's way more. Where easy are you to, going with this? I'm are just saying it's positive it's or negative. Well, no, I'm just saying I keep on coming down negatively. But like you can just watch it and be yeah. like, ah, stupid. Yeah, it's a fun little movie. The, yeah, because yeah. put it only, on. It was a breeze of two hours. Exactly. I think, I think this movie kicks ass. Whoa. I think this movie gets its ass kicked. Mm. By society, what? <laughs> so I'm more confused now. It, uh, yeah. Despite the the stuff that doesn't age well, it's very very well made. Um, yeah. Christmas plus mm-hmm. thoughts. I I like him more in this than super bad a little bit. That's in, that's the worst take I've ever I, heard you say. What are you talking <laughs> about? I'm sorry, right what? Now? That's- I thought you were going to say role models, and I was going to say I disagree with you, but okay. No. Yeah, but I just no. I just don't relate to McLovin as much as I do. <laughs> you Rich relate boy. to him in this movie? <laughs> yeah. I have always everyone said knows that, that I'm like the a little bit of like a super villain. I'm the son of a rich uh, yeah. villain. Ra- you're ju- you just want to like do murders for Rafa, so he'll yeah. love you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I own like a shitty like Charger knockoff. No. That, that's so <laughs> so Christmas plus in super bad it's like it's like fucking Joe Pesci in Goodfellas <laughs> like it's like it's like oh this is his career in a movie like this is it he can stop now 
<laughs> and he and he kept going until he started being not youthfully ugly. He just started being adult ugly. Yeah, um, I think he's great in role models. Yeah. I think that like he's really him and Paul Rudd and like that. I I mean I like role models a lot. I know a lot of people who are David Wayne truthers here uh, just like to shit on role models. Who you? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm looking right it's at a, you, Drew. So it's better than most studio comedies, and it's worse than what David Wayne actually yeah, should make. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's good in it. He um, I just remembered. But he, again, he's playing like a McLovin like character. He's playing a fucking nerd. He's warps. incredible in Promising Young Woman in like a single scene. <laughs> he's so good at Promising Young Woman. One of the, one of the best things about that movie is that it like weaponizes casting. It it casts these like good boys these nice boys and these roles that completely subverts what we know them as mm. and he knocks it out of the park in his scene it's so good mm. kick movie. ass uh <laughs> um yeah i did want to um i had a couple other things that i wanted to hit on my notes here uh there's like certain lines and maybe it's because we saw this movie at a certain age but like certain lines and certain music cues that have just kind of stuck with me through all these years. Like the main theme, the dun, 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 Yeah, dude. Stand up by Prodigy. Yeah, I just like heard that and I was like, oh, fuck yes. Like this is kick-ass. Also, fucking shout out to there's a Sparks song in here. Yeah. Before I ever knew who the fuck Sparks were. And now I've discovered my like unabashed love for the band Sparks. Thanks to Director Edgar Wright. Director of not this movie, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, um, yeah, I, I you know, I didn't even have to look it up. I was like, this is sparks. Yeah. Because it sounds like ELO but weirder. Yeah, Dev, it's that weird like 70s prog song that comes on randomly. At which part? Like whenever Yeah, whenever This is it. Oh yeah, it comes on and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, the the whole soundtrack honestly slaps. It's great. A lot. This one, this is the one you were talking about earlier. Um, so you you mainly are the person that like. No, go ahead. Had to come on now. Um, Dave, you're mainly the person that is referenced Kickass the most. I think in my life. Have um, I? I think so. Yeah. Like, yeah, this and Scott Pilgrim, like, cause you know, we met when we were like 14, 15. So Listen, when this I, came I out, I just want to be a vigilante guys. Yes. And also, yeah, you always like, <laughs> <laughs> like acted like this. He's got those batons, dude. Yeah. Um, I you did have little batons. I, I you had, had like, a small little bat. Uh, yeah. I had a bat. Listen, Dave was very into carrying weapons. Around. <laughs> I was like, not joking. I've got one on me right now. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you never know. You yeah, never dude. know, man. We live in Florida. People are crazy here. You know, Dave thinks that the real villain was the bystander who just sat there and watched the assault. Yeah. Happen. Mm. The, oh, call 911. The real villain is America. He doesn't call 911. He just films it. He's yeah. like, so, there's a guy. Oh, no, I meant, I meant the guy who's just like up in the window who just oh, like opens up. Oh. And just sees and like doesn't do anything, and then he's down there again, just like saying, "Hey, you could stop me." He just like turns around, and walks away. Never get a payoff for that guy. No. He's then then ATJ just gets hit by a car, and like a similar guy just looks back and is like, "Yeah," and drives off. <laughs> yeah, the fuck was that? What a piece of shit. Um. Well, the Once guy again, that they show is the guy who hit him. 
Really? It's a hit and run situation. Yeah. The same guy who's up in the window. No, no, no. No, no, yeah. no. Those are two different people. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. It's like the guy who hit him is just like, oh, eh. he watched Which, the hit and run once happen. Once again. No, no, no. I'm saying not, the guy who hit him just drive is like, yeah, well, you know, it's fine. This is not in New York because in New York, there's like 200 people that are just like also <laughs> on that street. Just like, yo, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> yeah, there's no like empty <laughs> street anywhere. Yeah. Um. So what I don't. What else like stuck with you so hard from this movie? I'm trying to remember, man. I just remember like the kick-ass fight scenes and like the ending and when Big Daddy dies. But I don't remember any of like the gay stuff at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to like trap you into the <laughs> what, what did you really like about? <laughs> I repressed that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do remember uh, one line that we used to say uh, to each other, like jokingly back in high school was, I swear my hormones bounce out. Shares and Kleenex are going to take a dive. That's what you said. <laughs> I don't know. You said well, that a you, lot. You guys were saying that before the movie came out. <laughs> this is a Just, lie that you were saying well, a lot. When I was, when we were like 13, that was like the funniest shit in the world to me. It's just like <laughs> jacking off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Mrs. Johnson's jugs. <laughs> Dude, like, oh boy, that scene made me lose my mind <laughs> that this teacher would wear a shirt like that in front of her. And then, well, and then students. also like when it cuts to like the reality of it, where like, she's actually reacting to him staring at her tits. She has like a smirk. She is smiling. She's still flirting with him, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, what's like, what? what? What's happening? Because like, that's bad it, sexual politics in this movie. It's, a, yeah, it's, it's really a, not yeah, It's a, it's a teen boy fantasy. Mm -hmm. Like, like front to back. Um, most of that stuff kind of like fades away once we get into action. Cause you're right that the fight scenes just like absolutely fucking yeah, rock. Like yeah. they rock hard. Yeah. We've already mentioned the, the first uh kick-ass scene that one's amazing fuck you mr bitey that yep that one's great mm -hmm. the um the first hit girl one is great when she infiltrates like the drug dealer's apartment just slicing up dudes yeah yeah she cuts off that guy's leg dude mm -hmm. yeah that was very intense. that poor woman was just like trying to leave she she should have left she yeah. smashes the bottle like gets ready to fight this girl who like killed three people <laughs> yeah, with like weapons these are like her lifelong friends like that's her boyfriend <laughs> pretty much and they're just murdered in front of her this is i think the last the last problematic thing we haven't mentioned is like at that point in the movie i'm like racial politics what's going on here he's entering yeah. he's He's like, whoa, this is a fucked up apartment building. Everyone in here is a different race than me. Like, oh man. Yeah, he yeah. goes in there and like they just absolutely decimate like a room full of black people. Yeah. Like, that's like it's bad it, there's it's one white guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's it's like just, he's like smoking a bong in the yeah, corner. Yeah. yeah, and he's the only one who doesn't die. Oh so boy. how's that? It's just it's another thing that if you did it today, you would switch it up a bit. Like, yeah. first of all, ATJ would be played by a person of color. Yeah. 99% sure. And then uh, he w he just wouldn't go into that building and be like, yo, man, you know. Yeah. No, oh, God. It's, it's so it's so cringy. I need I need the boys of that girl who survives. She needs to like form a band and retaliate <laughs> against I, these a rock heroes. Band, Scott Pilgrim too. a, ba a band um, of, of merry men and women. Um. I have a question. So, Katie, what is her relationship with this uh, drug Un unclear. dealer? Unclear. She she met him at an when she was volunteering at a needle exchange. I mean, he was trying to get clean. Oh, be while being a drug kingpin. <laughs> yeah, that's. 
I just assumed that she was like a heroin addict. No, no, no. That's where they met. And she like they ended up dating because she like fell for his sob story, she said. And then. Yeah. And then like. uh, Hit girl murders him. And then it turns out he was crazy. I just I want to learn more about. Uh, Raul's backstory about what's going on. Razul. Did he like try to get out of the game and get clean and then like he couldn't get back in and try to drag Katie down with Yeah, exactly. And she's like, he just won't leave me alone. He's like 30. (laughs) Um, She is a child. Also, how like how the the chick is like, I'm Razul. Can't you tell by my giant tits? Whoa. Kick ass his eyes are just like, He's like Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Oh my weakness <laughs> yeah, My one weakness Big boobies Yeah I did think that that it's established Early on that like anything gets him going So you're Here, thinking like oh he no He says that early in the movie He's like yeah it doesn't take much for me to like get going he He's looking at like, like, at like African yeah, topless women yeah, to like, oh, a like, a like a national geographic yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so weird That's so, so weird funny. That's so weird. God. But again, it's, you know, it's high school boy fantasy. Yeah. Um, the more we talk about this movie, <laughs> the, the less it drop it, falls. drop it, another well, no, half just, star letterbox. It's, it's just because, you know, watching it, that's, it sticks out just because things have changed so exactly. much since then. Mm-hmm. In a good way. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's, that, that's my point is like, I think it got just under the wire. Yeah. It, like, well, it's, it's like, that's why Kick-Ass 2 failed. It's like David said, like, they didn't even, you didn't even clock it when you were, first watched it it was those were things that would just be in a movie right you know like the hangover in like the trailer basically you have like paging dr f word yep like this is just stuff that was in movies straight up they made a whole movie about uh how it's so fun to cheat on your wife hall pass it's not cheating she let me it's a hall pass she doesn't want to fuck me because i'm gross (laughs) wow wow loki is there a whole canon (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Loki, my wife was letting <laughs> fuck anyone. Loki, Loki, I need you to fuck my wife. Loki, I want Thanos to fuck me. <laughs> um, Loki, you gotta help me crash this wedding. <laughs> so, um, so that yeah, that all I clocked. I was also thinking, obviously, it's not for this movie because this movie is very straightforwardly, like we keep saying, it's like a teen boy fantasy. It's a fun, stupid fucking superhero movie. Mm-hmm. It, it'd be so interesting if after his crash, because he can't feel anything, he's like celibate. He can't fuck. Yeah, he like he wants to. He like gets horny, but his dick just doesn't work. He has no nerve endings anymore. And then he like gets the girl. And he can't do anything. Yeah, with and she's it. so mad at him because she's so yeah. horny. I want, I want a movie that it's is useless. just it's a, it's a sob fest front to back. We're just weeping. Like, yeah, oh, I just want him to fuck. But you know what? You know where that would go? He would just become the Joker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, we don't want that. Yeah, that's true. Any any insult who doesn't get the girl. Yeah, you're the Joker, honey. You either fuck all day or you don't fuck long enough to see yourself yeah. become the Joker. It is a Joker. One thing that I think did age well and it was like very funny is that he completely sort of abandons being kick-ass once he starts having sex. That is true. If a high school guy, like the only reason he's being a vigilante is because he's a loser. Yeah. But yeah. then he gets the girl. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't care about all these people. Like, yeah, I no, want no. to fuck my hot girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> and they... um they bring him back for one last ride mm-hmm. and that's what leads to the big climax of the movie which i think is like probably the best part of the movie there's a couple things right before there that are really good like hit girl uh kind of going um uh, a little bit undercover and like killing those guys mm-hmm. um 
when she's dressed as like a little school girl. That's that, just yeah. a little girl. Let her yeah. in. Yeah. That's a good little moment. Um, but then everything that happens with like kick ass and big daddy being strapped to that, to those chairs and they start the live stream and everyone's like going to see these two guys die. And then hit girl coming in full on silence of the lambs night vision goggles. Incredible. Dude, tactical knife, tactical knife. Yes. Tactical. Knife. I saw that. I was like, tactical. <laughs> knife. <laughs> yeah. That's what, I mean, it becomes video game mode. It's yeah, so yeah. good. Night Just, vision. Yeah. I mean, that was like the peak of like call of duty. Yeah, that was it's, like, it's yeah. everything coming together. I have a question. Cause I can't remember for timing. I, or what the video was called, but there was that one, of course, famous video that was uploaded on YouTube of a dude like getting murdered, uh, live, or whatever. It, that was like a thing whenever we were in Black high school. Black No, no, it wasn't Black Mirror. Um, what, did, what did... It was... I think I remember. Yeah, it was like they like they killed some guy or something like that. Yeah, I think you just watched the Dark Knight. I mean, there's like a lot of those. No, but there was like it was a huge. Was it the Russian? It was one. Yeah, it was one. It was a play on two. The hammer, the the hammer thing. It wasn't a play on two girls. (laughs) No, no, no. no. The title was. was, No, I'm saying the title was. Two guys, one hammer. Two guys, one hammer. That's what it was. Two guys, maybe three guys. And I think you guys were in some dark corners of the internet. This is what your friends showed you in middle school. This was a huge thing. I think that this was like right around 2010-ish. It might have been a little it was bit before earlier. That. 29, 2009, yeah. 2008-ish or something I saw, like that. Yeah, I but saw it way too young. Yeah. <laughs> um, <but this, laughs> it wasn't a play on two girls. This whole action <laughs> sequence, though, it's... <laughs> it was an, yeah, these guys were inspired by two girls, one cup, and they killed a guy with a hammer. <laughs> That came out of their butt. Yeah. They shit out they a, hammer. a hammer and then they puked and then they killed a guy and they puked. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so yeah, this whole action sequence is just perfection. Yeah. Like what that more than any other scene in this, the POV, I was like, this is David, right? Yeah. Here. Yeah. Night vision. <laughs> I was like, I remember this. <laughs> you trained hit girl. Cause big daddy was decommissioned. Yeah. And she had to be like, I need to learn how to do tactical knife right now in the dark. <laughs> I did used to watch, uh, speaking of YouTube, uh, a Call of Duty YouTuber named Only Use Me Blade, who would just run around with a tack knife and like get nukes. <laughs> cool guy. Is this is this Modern Warfare 2? Yeah, I used to watch a lot of Call of Duty YouTubers. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, that was the one w- that introduced the tactical knife, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Yes, it did. must have been. No, it did. And because it, it also had like marathon and lightweight where you could just run around and commando They're marathon, so lightweight fast. commando tag knife was like the most unfair bullshit. Yeah, it was OP as shit. Let's do Let's do a side pod right now. A side, <laughs> side pod on the good days. There's of a little TV. fucking kid running around on favela with marathon, <laughs> lightweight commando tag knife. He's got like martyrdom or whatever. I martyrdom's the one where you leave you a, grenade. a grenade. You drop a grenade. You're, you're rewarded for dying. <laughs> That's Martyrdom. bullshit. Martyrdom and Last Stand both. It's it's not. It, fair. it seems like something a, a soldier would do, though. You know, they very quickly like, oh no, I'm going down, man. I gotta pull this pin. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and Last Stand too. They're like, oh, I'm on the ground. All yeah. I have is a pistol. I mean, I can't that's reach my G36C on my back. They couldn't. They didn't have the rights to call that one Tom Hanks and Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, yeah. 
I've, yeah, dude. Fucking marathon lightweight Hanks. <laughs> our I demo. I think that our demo is becoming more and more niche to the point where it's just us or people who we went to school with directly. You know, our things. Yeah, because people that we went to such school a with specific time period. They're the only people who ever Call played of Call of Duty. <laughs> no, <laughs> the but most popular game franchise ever. I've never heard of Call of Duty until I met you guys. <laughs> I was always a Medal of Honor guy. Oh, yeah. Rising Sun. Boom. <laughs> Even even Battlefield kids, no disrespect to you and uh and Nate, mostly Nate, right? Yeah, Nate Nate was more into Battlefield. Uh, no disrespect, you guys are lame. It's all about just balls to the wall, the dumbest game possible. Did it's you, like kick ass. It's did, like it's just dumb. Don't think about it. The know? new the new Battlefield is incorporating climate change. <laughs> into, it would. It's uh you. That you know sucks. what you'll never catch Call of Duty doing is that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it takes it takes place in the year 2042, and there's like super storms that destroy the map <laughs> as you fight. That sucks. Call of Duty. I don't know. Look, it looks I pretty sick. I don't like, and you know, I'm a huge proponent to uh, for climate change, uh, for <laughs> stopping climate change. Oh yeah, but Hunter's like a big <laughs> oil guy. He's well, a pro polluter. Here's the thing is that I like to just like I go around and I just put coal like just all over the place and I just burn it. I just like to just burn up yeah. all the fossil no, fuels. No, you walked into my house just like dripping in fossil fuels. You were like, yeah. drainage. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. <laughs> drink it up. I'm an oil man. <laughs> I have many so wells. kick ass. Um, I did want to talk uh, going back a little bit, and then we can talk more about the ending. But the scene uh, with the teddy bear camera of Cage going in there, epic, is mm. fucking badass. It's so cool. Yeah. It's not a oneer, but it's edited in a really smart way that feels like a continuous yeah. shot. That I'm telling you, like Matthew Vaughn did literally everything as well as you could do. In yeah. this movie, like what it, what shot was out of place? It's all like perfectly executed from the director's standpoint. It it elevates what otherwise is kind of a simple story. I, it know? just it impressed the absolute shit out of me. He was like, uh, he was in his late thirties when he made this. Obviously, like he's like blowing up from this movie. Uh, it's just, I don't know. Guess guess where he's born? A city called Paddington, England. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he does he does a movie. He does two movies before this. Um one of them's called Layer Cake, which I've never seen. Have you seen Layer Cake? No, I haven't no. Seen. Then he does Stardust, um, which is a movie I saw in theaters. I remember enjoying. It's with Michelle Pfeiffer and Robert De Niro. You would I've see that I've as like a kid in yeah. theaters, you yeah. fucking nerd. Yeah, it was a like 2007 a, romantic fantasy adventure. It was like it was like <laughs> Like riding high on the the whole like Aragon hype or something like that, like kind of like cool fantasy, you know, young adult kind it's of like deal. Harry Potter for grownups. Exactly, exactly. I don't think it's a very good movie. I haven't seen it since, but I remember it being like pretty pretty solid. And then he does this. Then he does Kick Ass. Um, and then after that, it's um, he reteams up with the same person he co-wrote Stardust with to make Kingsman. Yeah, then it's Kingsman. Then he does two In Kingsman X-Men movies. X-Men First Class. That's right. Yeah, Which class? Oh, Guess what? One of the best X-Men. Yes. The best directed one for sure. That yeah. movie is just like cool as fuck. Like that's the best one to just come on TV. You're like, oh, this believe- is like a hangman. Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought that he had made more films. And now like looking at his filmography, like he's made one, 
six movies that have actually been released. Yeah. I know The King's Man. The the worst title ever. The King's Man. The King's apostrophe S Man. The King's Man. Do you want to know some the crazy King. shit about Matthew Vaughn? He had grown up thinking that his dad was an American actor who called Robert Vaughn. Um, and then it turns out that that's not true. And his mom had lied. So he asked his mom about his real dad. And it turns out that it was the godson of King George the sixth. So Matthew Vaughn is he's himself royalty? a Kingsman. Interesting. Yeah. If you think about it. So he's like a disowned uh, royal. Yeah, I guess, bro. Like they pushed his mother out. Yeah, is his mom like a mistress? It will never is be this... royals. So, um, I want to watch his his early movies. I, well, I don't. I, I'm going to be honest with you, Ernest. I'm not interested in Stardust. Um, <laughs> you want to check out Stardust? Come we on, guys. Get, I can find the Blu-ray. We can just all fire up that up. Bobby is that, is D. That, did that get re-released in 4K? Do you? I know hope that? so. So he was gonna after Layer Cake. He was going to do X-Men Last Stand, dropped out, uh, I'm assuming because of auteur shit, and he talked a whole lot of shit about Brett Ratner's direction, aged well. Hey, mm -hmm. look at that. For every I'm real life, came. yeah, for every real life uh, anti-sin he commits, Except we forgive. Except for all the problematic stuff that's in this movie, yeah, but, but like, less problematic king. Guess, guess what is written by incels who have bad opinions about women comic books? Duh. Like, it's not coming from Matthew Vaughn. Right. He, he didn't. Inv I guarantee you. Maybe he it. was like, I have an idea for a, yeah. a side story I want to throw in here. <laughs> like, yeah, this is all just like insult comic book stuff. Look, I've been talking to my buddy Brett, and he had this really good idea yeah. for a, a story to put in here. Oh, he wrote this, uh, this movie called The Debt. That's an original screenplay by him. And what debt. I've what heard of that. It's uh um, it's with Helen Mirren, James Gandolfini, Tom Wilkinson. That's right. Yeah, it came out the same year in twenty ten. Yeah, if, directed by John Madden. If um made Shakespeare in love and if Matthew Vaughn doesn't make layer cake, does Daniel Craig get James Bond? This is two thousand four. Layer um, cake comes out and he's playing in the poster, he is a hot guy with a gun. That's hmm. basically the only qualification like the, for playing James Bond. The coming out party <laughs> that, for Craig. Hot British guy with a gun. Honestly, I wish that that was all that it took. Because otherwise I'd say, let's get Patty Daddy, the Bat Daddy in there. Could to he? To play James Bond? Really? Yeah. Let's do, I mean, if it's a hot guy with a gun, then we could just mix this up. It doesn't have to, we could just, let's do a different James Bond every movie. Um, Pattinson would be an interesting Bond. I don't want it. I, I want him to keep doing weird stuff only. And like one Batman movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, I have bad news for you. <laughs> He's lined up to make the Batman. Yeah, that universe is a little twisted. I don't know if you saw Joker, but... Nah, I missed it. It's sort of I like that, that universe is really like indie now. <laughs> Post uh, Todd Phillips. No, dude, we're getting Phoebe Waller-Bridge to play James Bond. And that's it. That's the end of discussion. Phoebe mm -hmm. Waller-Bridge for Bond. You wish that would happen. I, Phoebe Waller-Bond. The thing is, like, all these campaigns that say stuff like that, no, because then they're doing that with their time. What about Phoebe Bridgers as James Bond? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. She can make albums in the meantime. Yeah. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I want to make things. I don't want her to be a IP person. And then she's just getting like directed around. Yeah. Um, she made like the best show ever. Aaron Taylor Johnson is James Bond. <laughs> like, sure. Let, let him just be. Yeah, sure. He is British. He's he British. He, he doesn't have a gun in this movie, does he? No, he has a bazooka. He's got a bazooka, so that's kind of a gun. Nicholas Cage is James Bond. Oh. 
Oh, so another really like huge full circle thing in this movie is the final bazooka kill. Yes. The rock. Oh mm. shit. I didn't even clock that. Yeah. Yeah. Think yeah, about it. Yeah, cuz it's 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 a bazooka versus like a bioweapon rocket. So you know, you're you've got your your projectiles confused. Well, here. that's not a no, that's not a bioweapon rocket though. It's just an RPG. Like it's a ground rocket unit thing. Yes. Like it's, it's like a missile base. Like but it's like it's shooting a guy but not exploding on impact. It's just like pushing him out the window <laughs> yeah. and then exploding him. Love that. Very very similar. Yeah. Looks I, like a comic book frame. I wish that Aaron Taylor Johnson had asked if uh Mark Strong was a fan of uh what the is rock? he say? No, no, no. no. Yeah, what I, does he say? Are, are you oh yeah no no it's uh it's um yeah are you a fan of bill um of elton john yeah yeah because you're a rocket man <laughs> yeah you, uh, uh, rocket man? <laughs> i hate i hate the rock um what <laughs> i hated the rock you're I'm, cutting it's deep all, now it's all you tried it. to hide it so hard during the I, podcast i hated it so much now um, it's a great movie. movie it's a good movie drew <laughs> really? it's a fun yeah, movie yeah. it's as good as con air at two opinion, david but- Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> um, this movie's better, I'd say for sure. Like, not even close because this movie knows that it's supposed to have fun. That movie like lets itself sometimes, but then a lot of the time it's like, no, 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 no. This is about global terrorism. It's not. That movie should just be stupid. This movie lets itself be dumb the whole time, mm-hmm. and that rocks. No, that movie is about Sean Connery showing uh Nicholas Cage how to be an action hero. I'm gonna show you the ropes, kid. So, like, that's the main thing I think that The Rock has going for it is it is like a career, like, parallel thing. It's like passing the torch. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah like, it, we all know Nick Cage is the new Sean Connery. <laughs> I'm always saying this. <laughs> and so, why isn't he James Bond? <laughs> so, think about it. Woo! He's he's British. <laughs> <laughs> He's something. What if we, I don't know if he's, he's British. Played Eastern European before. He could yeah, pass. He could pass as British so easily because he's ugly. Think about it. He's got the high cheekbones of a British. He has dude, the close so. together eyes of someone who didn't, uh, who didn't like age well. Which is what British people are. British people are ugly. They're either ugly or they're the most attractive person you've ever seen. And it all depends on which how inbred their royal genes are, basically. You know what I mean? If they're too inbred, they're ugly. Like, like Ernest, Prince, you're gonna have to cut all this out for why for we, the British people. Yeah, we got a lot of, we got <laughs> no. a lot of British listeners after trying. No, because if you're too inbred, you're you're Prince Philip, and you're just hideous your whole life. By the way, R.I.P. <laughs> but I don't care. That man was so. You want to talk about problematic? No. Literally, the whole, the whole crowd tell me who is who I'm insulting right now of our listenership. I, no one. Queen Every, Elizabeth will be very upset. She, yeah. I can feel her pressing the unsubscribe no, button. No, look up any video of Prince Philip going to meet uh, tribesmen. Just Google that and then tell me I'm not, I can not talk shit about him. He was an awful man. Um, they all are. He was a pedophile. He was in Epstein's fucking plane, man. What are we talking Allegedly. about here? Yeah, anyway. I think Charles was too. Um, I yeah, I'm sure they all. Harry, were. unproblematic king. We love Harry. <laughs> Harry, Harry's cool. Harry and Meghan, wishing you guys the best. Come on the show. Honestly, I yeah, know you're you busy with your own show, but you know we could collab. We could. Yeah. I we, we could get Prince look, Harry. Harry we I'll got, tell you, Harry. I know you're listening right now. Just know we've been like we're like the Oprah Winfrey of podcasts. Could we get 
If if I guaranteed you guys we could get Meghan Markle on pod, would you guys watch Suits? Wait, what does Suits have to do with Meghan Markle? It's she's, what she was in. in she was a lead in Suits on USA Network. That's Characters how Welcome. Harry met her. He well, watched. He watched in, Suits and he was like, "I need to is marry it horrible bosses." This woman. Is that the movie that she's in. Maybe I don't know, I but she was bosses. in Suits and she was very good. He was like, "Mother, high. get me the woman <laughs> in the television." And then mother said no for uh, uh, reasons we can't. Uh, obviously, we're not allowed to offend the British, so we can't call the Queen racist as fuck. Right. Right. Anyway. Any more thoughts on Kickass? Um, Clearly not hey, on my end. There's a great, there's a really cool shot of the strobe light with the tack knife uh, and then cage illuminated in fire. That yeah, that's what I said earlier. That whole scene is great. fucking that's, awesome. That's the best. Oh my god! I'm so true. Just whack me with the microphone. Honestly, I think that's watch the, suits on USA Network already. <laughs> I like I like the ending, but it's hard. It like. To hit the high of just Nick Cage screaming at the top of his lungs, like I like jetpack with what Alan is Gunn. what is he yelling? I didn't get most of what I, he was yelling to. So Chloe. I did put on subtitles. Yeah, um, gotta get everyone. So here, I'll. Uh, we have take cover, child. <laughs> are we in the cage categories now? These are the best quotes right here. All right, yeah. here I'm just gonna I'm gonna do all these quotes and then I don't have to repeat them later. Now switch to kryptonite. <laughs> And then in between all that, we get a lot of, ah! <laughs> and then, go to Robin's revenge. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, I, said, well, I still don't know. <laughs> the we words. have take cover, child. <laughs> now switch to kryptonite, which is I what she puts on one. the strobe. Yeah, because, yeah, uh, that kryptonite. debilitates and them. Go to Robin's revenge, which doesn't entirely make sense. That's like a half It's line, a tactical move. Yeah. It's like code speak. Yeah, yeah, they know they have their phrases. And yeah, then, yeah. yeah, all the way leading up to hit girl shooting the camera shows if you're a motherfucker. Mm. It's cool. And then I like him talking with uh, his lips fried off. Because I was using tactical I, rounds, child. I use low velocity rounds, child. <laughs> no, I just love you. Yeah, I honest to be dead honest, I didn't know that he died. I thought he was just gonna live and be uh, like you know Harvey Dent. <laughs> yeah, I mean at that point you just you're like I'm done, man. He's I don't like, want to live with the repercussions of creep. Is burnt off. Why isn't <laughs> why isn't this why doesn't this parlay into becoming Deadpool's origin story? He's yeah, badly burned. I mean, he's dude, ugly as shit. Nick Cage's Deadpool would be freaking epic sauce. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Nick Nick Cage in this movie, he all he wants is to get revenge on Mark Strong. Yeah. Beyond that, he doesn't have anything left to live because then he has to assume the consequences of raising a murderer. Yeah, the thing is, he, he we we don't get that he knows that he's bad for the kid, but we know that he's bad right. for the kid. We know mm -hmm. that he's doesn't need to be in the picture for this child. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he can die, and like we're not like, well, how are they going to make a second one? You know what I mean? He's not in a ton of the movie. Yeah. So Cagegory's what I what I want to focus on more in things like like Cage's how Cage is the movie. How Cage is he in his very limited screen time? Yeah. Because he, as you could tell from Hunter's readings, he goes pretty hard. Yeah. Like the, he's, he's a limited time. He's tamer mm -hmm. well, for yes. most of the movie, but he reaches peak. David, do you have any other quotes that you wanted to shout out now that we're in the Cage Gories? 
what what else does he say? Oh, dude, that that joke that he has that um he should be called ass kick. That hits way funnier because when they were showing this like on like TV like trailers, they, that that was like the only line like they like play like over and over mm-hmm. and That's over, true. and it just got like. I didn't. I didn't laugh like when I saw it in theaters, but when I saw it again, mm-hmm. like last yeah. night, I was like, "Yo, that that's that's, that's, a, that's like he a does it. Line. He says it twice yeah. too yeah. He when he's he watching the it. TV, which is the one I clipped out for the intro song. Yeah, and when he actually meets him, yeah, he says he says good move, ass kick. Let's keep it that way. Oh, yeah. he's so weird. <laughs> he's so he. he reads- spe- it, spe- it sounds like a thing where it's like your calls before you do it. I'm at voice message system. Hunter Mobley. (laughs) (laughs) He's like a robot during this film. He's a weird guy. Yeah, I wonder what was going through his head with this role. Because usually he puts himself into it fully. He... He's got some like issues in it, man. It, 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 there's so many times where he's like stroking his like mustache too. He's, he's just like his stash. He's like looking up, dude. I love when he put the extensions. Yes. on. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't remember that, but that's awesome. Um, that he does I have that. that, and there's a moment just because it's very brief, but I love it where he puts the extensions on, and then he like just draws the <laughs> eyeshadow on his face. One thing I was really expecting to be a running gag was that he looks like Batman. They bring it up mm-hmm. like once and it's like, I bet in the comic book, it's always like, no, I'm not Batman. I'm like a different guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're setting up a running gag that just doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, in terms of quotes, do we have anything else? No, that's, it, those were all the ones it's a, it's a limited pool to draw from. Yeah. It's not, yeah, there's not many lines. That he yeah. Keeps. Moments though. I think that I, for, you just you just shot out one of the best ones, which is when he's actually putting on the makeup. We see that, which we never see Batman fucking do that. So that's uh, a great little bit right there. The 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 meticulousness of it. He he puts a lot of care into it. It's a great little moment. Even though he's not saying anything, it's mm-hmm. perfect. But the whole on fire yeah. sequence. That's that's it. I would give it just to split up the categories. I would say he should call himself ass kick instead. <laughs> I would give that for best quote <laughs> and then for best moment. It's just that entire everything that I just screamed yeah. Uh, yeah. a few minutes ago. He's great. Man. It's just so good. Um, Good cage or bad cage? Good cage. I wanted more Solid. of it, but good, good cage. It's I weird. Mean, he's good in the part. Yeah, he is. He's odd though. Like a lot of like those line reads that are robotic, they're funny just because it's him. But like it did kind of take me out because I kept on thinking like, what's he doing? Yeah, what, what's he doing? Weird. You know, like what is he doing? There? He was like making a choice with that, but yeah, yeah. It's it's. Strange. What do you think, Dave? I I think he's good. All right, we'll go with good. Yeah, yeah, he's good. How we many out of ten though? Series. How many cages out of ten? Which is this is how cagey does he get not how good is he oh how cage yeah does how cage does how like, cage is the performance as a whole what what's 10 being a 10 is this is why i 10 is like a yeah you told off. me to watch vampire so vampire's kiss is like a 287 out of 10 yeah like that's that's did, what that did is. you watch it no no i didn't see but you've seen face off though right i've seen parts of face off is like a 10 yeah oh, okay. so yeah for my uh at my birthday party <laughs> <laughs> I, I we were out at a at a bar and i I got, you know, had some Soylent and I I've evidently at one point I blacked out really hard. I don't remember it. And I was fine the next day, which is really weird. But I, I blacked out and David was like, yeah, I still haven't watched either of the movies yet. And I was like, either of the movies. He was like, yeah, like you told you talked for like 30 minutes. You were like, David, you have to watch Vampire's Kiss or you're not coming on this podcast. <laughs> 
I was just trying to eat my gringos, dude, and I, he was just, I was like, being attacked. I know the point because I like, I looked over and like me, David, and Nathan are just like sitting, like standing up talking. I look over and see Drew is just like fully laying down on his girlfriend, nice, like outside the bar. And I was like, okay, cool. All right. Yeah, I boy dance party. The thing is. What I do remember is being uh, at that taco place and just being the only one talking for like a half hour, like just talking like at you and Lindsay <laughs> about Nicholas Cage. Of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Pretty this fun. is this is why boys don't let boys pot about Nick Cage. <laughs> Be careful out there. We become we become too toxic. Now we're going to have to do a 10 part series on pig. Oh my god, David! You, did you see this trailer? I, no, I have not seen this trailer. Okay, it's Nick Cage's John Wick, and yeah, I'm somebody wondering. steals I'm his you. pig. He lives like in a remote house in the woods with a pig, and one day the pig is gone, kidnapped. <laughs> so, I'm just up and, here for it. I don't care. I mean, wow. you've seen you've seen John Wick, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so one. you know, dog dies in John Wick, and he. I already goes bought pig merch. Berserk. Yeah, he goes Grim Reaper mode. Showing up still from the trailer. Even if if you don't want to watch the trailer, just everyone look up press photos from this movie. He looks. It came out of nowhere. I had no idea this movie was happening. Looks like shit. Like he looks like he put on like eighty pounds for the role, and then just like didn't (laughs) shave or cut his hair for two and a half years. This is the impact of John Wick, and really before that, it's the impact of Taken. Because I think Taken bred John Wick, and then Uh, now it's like you get the Bob Odenkirk one. You get yeah nobody, nobody dude, which nobody kicks ass. Nobody it, is so good. It felt so good to see that movie on yeah. On it was a big like screen. one of the, one of the first back to movies experiences, Ugh. and I was just like, yeah, this is great. This is exactly what I want. Um, but yeah, cages out of ten, I'd probably go like a solid seven, like a light seven. Yeah, you know? I go like six in like the earlier parts, and then maybe like an eight when he's on fire. Yeah, yeah, he, goes, the, he, goes, he dials it up yeah. to like yeah, like nine, ten. But that, that, I mean, that is just one scene. So bouncing it out, I probably would end up at like a seven ish. Yeah, I yeah, think seven's that's, good. That's, that's fair. What is the hot yogurt scene in this movie? It's him being burnt alive, man. It's him just screaming at the top. He of loves his it. He's he's an yeah. intense pleasure. Or well, because don't the don't is, don't say no. him watching his daughter kill people. Do no, not. That's that's what I'm saying. Is like what when other, he's sitting up there with the sniper. What are rifle? the not problematic things? Because he does have like a my smirk whenever some things are happening. But there's a child involved, so mm-hmm. that's not a hot yogurt scene at all. It's more. It better not be Hunter. It's no, but it's more of like a he does he does a good job of playing like a prideful father. Yeah, like I think that he actually does do a really good job in that scene. Like Marie's just like, good job, baby doll. Mm -hmm. Like there is like a real affection. Yeah, and that is not high yogurt. No, that's not. It's no, I'm saying. Why would you even say what's, what's hot yogurt? I, you know, I would assume. Oh, how was I that fucked up and I didn't tell you this? Okay. You didn't tell no, me. no, no, no. I, I know I told no, you. This is, you did not. This is the last. The last one. So we have to explain it one more time, Drew. Drew, <sighs> for the, the for the final time. Oh God. For the listeners and for Dave, I know I told you this, but whatever, Dave. What the fuck ever. <laughs> um, while filming Vampire's Kiss, uh, Cage was upset with who was cast to play the love interest because he was like, "I'm not attracted to this woman. I'm not going to be able to get horny." He's and, a method actor. And he, yeah, he, oh, he, was he like, doesn't understand that. Like, he's early 20s. Pretend. Yeah, he's early 20s and he's coming in hot with like acting school shit. He's like, no, no, no. I play it real. Like I need to be horny. So in order to be horny with this girl he wasn't attracted to, he made the PAs on set uh, put his feet in hot yogurt or like pour hot yogurt over his feet 
while he's like in bed with this woman and they're shooting him like waist up in order to make him sexually yeah in order to to make him actually horny what (laughs) you i I would have remembered that drew you did not tell me that i have told everyone i know (laughs) tell me that I told people at my birthday party that I didn't even know about the Stallone thing for like 30 minutes. You, yeah. always, you always bring that up, though. I didn't, though. I <laughs> well, didn't bring your, it up. Lee your, brought it up. That was the peak of your investigative journalism. Lee brought it up. I, I, the, I found out this hot yogurt thing. We have to rehash the Stallone well, thing. The that's that was like two years ago. So for new listeners, they have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. Well, the, the, the difference thing, with that is that that's something that Stallone doesn't want people to know. I think Cage is completely indifferent about the just, hot yogurt. Yeah, it's not like a cover up. It's in a recent oral history of Vampire's Kiss. It's just simply that no one talks about it. Is because it the, why? Because they don't want to think about it. Grow up. It's funny. It's <laughs> Is it the ringer? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. in the, the ringer oral, oral history. history. Like it's out there. It's just like, you know, <laughs> I guess some people don't see it as important information. I see that as like the most significant thing I've learned this yeah, year. Yeah, it's, it's. I'm gonna go watch that movie now because of that. Thank you. Like honestly, that's all that you needed. Was that's just that's, to learn that. that's what I needed. <laughs> well, yeah, evidently me yelling at you for an hour didn't work. <laughs> I got too scared because well because also you like remembered all the shit I said too because like he was telling me shit like I was about to tell him I was like oh yeah I mean you should watch it it's really funny it's like and you were like yeah no I know like the director and cage knew that it was a joke and like the writer didn't he was bad right yeah because you told me about that yeah I'll just shut up now yeah (laughs) I can't believe that this is like just right here in this article and it's not like talked about all the time 24 (laughs) 7 I literally like I found it mid pod when we were talking about it like it's it's unfathomable to me. It's the best tidbit we so, have. So every episode we try to pick a scene where's that, horniest. Yeah, that horniest. a hot yogurt scene. moment. What, what scene did he make them dump the yogurt? Yeah. And so oh. d- does that influence your answer? I I have to think about this now. <laughs> oh my god. I I just don't think there's a good hot yogurt scene in this movie because it's such a limited screen time that we get. It's that it's not the. The options just are, no, they're not maybe there. Maybe he's, maybe, okay, so, listen, they just have, like, a tub of hot yogurt in his big old boots that he walks around. So while he's going in the warehouse and killing everyone. Yes, I like that. He's just walking into, he's walking in a tub of hot yogurt. That's a good one. I also, I, I'll go with that. I think hmm. initially you were pretty right that, like, his death scene. Is, no, I mean, his death scene, he's just the way, dialing it up to, like, 14. The way his voice is working in that scene is, like. Yeah. But but the thing is is we're talking arousal here. I know. <laughs> I get pain and suffering and your skin being melted off from that scene. What do you think he likes? <laughs> yogurt. But not not but boiling dude, yogurt. Not boiling, boiling yogurt. yogurt. <laughs> his feet look like his face at the end of Kickass <laughs> in real life. It's always an excruciating shoot for him when he has to get aroused. That day yeah. is always like, it's a tough day on set. Yeah. yeah he, he doesn't look forward to it at all. <laughs> the, well, the other best tidbit we've unearthed is the G-Force thing that he came up with the voice he did in G-Force w- when he was exhausted at the end of like long days on set. Notes. Yeah. He would, he would just be like, well, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> he would a- do that voice. A- in, during very serious movies, just to like t- blow off steam. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, I won't curse. Yeah. <laughs> this is a- Which to me Cheese means. Cheese and crepes. Cheese and crepes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard you, you do. <laughs> 
one of the cat queers with Uranus. What? What? Oh, the cat. I, mean, <laughs> I just like blacked out for a second. Is, um, the last pod of the series is gonna be a little bit unhinged. Uh, recasting couch. Who could you recast as this character? And oh. the movie would pretty much play out the same way, not lose any steam. I you got know, it. Be- I got one. Christopher Walken. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> totally. That's a good him one. He's playing, a little too old. He is too old, but you mm. could just have him be old. Like, yeah. it, you know, it's not an aged role. The thing is, is like, I could see Cage getting in the suit and like Merkin dudes. I don't see Walken yeah. doing that. It, it It's a Batman thing. It's like how it's t- like you could, might be able to find a good Batman, but can you find a good Bruce Wayne? It's just, it has to be an idiosyncratic weirdo. Like that, this character is an odd guy. Can we just get Christian Bale, but like American Psycho Christian Bale? Hey, do you have someone, Dave? I've got one. Yeah. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Giamatti yeah. is good. Paul Giamatti I'd like yeah. to, is great. I'd I'm like to that. see Giamatti like maybe bulk up a little bit. Yes. Like but maybe he, he press. Do that. Let's yeah. have him get ribbed. <laughs> that would rock. That's I'm into that. That's so perfect. Yeah. If he, if he got some muscle on him. I would love to see it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. let's go, Giamatti. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the gym. Let's get you in those big daddy shoes. Paul, Paul Giamatti. But <laughs> yeah, he, he wouldn't be big. I don't know. How tall is Cage? I don't know, but he's only standing next to this tiny little girl. Yes. I think those, he's like 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, Giamatti. Oh, Cage is. Yeah, Cage is in the six. Yeah, 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 Cage, yeah Cage, according oh, to Giamatti. Google, six feet, which probably in real life yeah, is like 5'11". Like how, <laughs> how tall is Giamatti? I think he's like 5'7". Yeah, he seems like a... Is he a short king? He seems like what a short king. What if he's like 6'4"? <laughs> he's 5'9", listed. He's five seven. Means he's five seven. He's like my height. Short king. Um, that w- that's king. such a good answer though, Dave. That's oh, so. That, I that love that. I I don't know if I could come up with something better than that. That's no. pretty good. Um, well, as always, the the final category is uh, I decide who would be the worst possible casting for this role, and while still being like someone who might get cast, I'll say in this case, Michael Sarah. No, he wouldn't get cast. <laughs> No, the um, hey, that was a really good job, hit girl. I, uh, I I I have someone who, depending on when you cast him, could be the best or the worst recast. No, I have one who would just be fluidly the worst, uh, and the answer is of course Josh Duhamel. <laughs> what He's, does that guy even look like? No, he, oh well, I guess he is older than I think. I, I just guess forgot he is, this like, guy's what, like face. Even then, he was like forty. Oh yeah, this guy. Very normal. Worst guy you could put in the role. Isn't this guy in the Transformers movies? Yes. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, he, oh, he's in another Mark Millar adaptation, Jupiter's Legacy. What about, uh, could Anthony <laughs> Hopkins pull this off? <laughs> yeah. Can no. the father play the father? I don't see him having any warmth to a child. I, what if, yeah, what if we just remake the father, but it's actually, it's just him in a big daddy outfit the whole time? Um, so still has dementia. I, so someone who I think would be good that you wouldn't think, and I wouldn't have even thought until very recently, is Henry Cavill, because sure. in Enola Holmes he is so good playing off of Millie Bobby Brown, um, like he has that energy, and also I think he can get sillier than we think because he's funny in that movie. Yeah, 
I'm glad that you've come back around. I've come around. Though. I have. I yeah, have to the admit. The problem was that your impression of him was Batman versus Superman in Justice League. Exactly. And that's not the right way. I bought back into him after seeing MI6 because I was like, oh, he can like do evil like mm-hmm. really well. That's a like, big daddy this. right there. That's, that is a, that's one big He's daddy. almost too big of a daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> They'd have to do CG like pre-prison where he's like normal size. And yeah. then like, cause they, you know, they show cage in prison doing pull-ups or whatever. Hmm. And then he comes out and he's like a hundred more pounds. I think depending on when you cast this guy. So 2010, I don't know where this would fall because if you go back like 10 years before or 10 years after you go from it, from him being the worst to maybe the best Russell Crowe. Oh, Russell Crowe can be so bad. I know, he but can also like, be great. But current this. Russell Crowe, like the nice guys, Russell Crowe, you know, unhinged Russell Crowe, mm. like that could be great. But yeah. if you go way back to like Gladiator, Russell Crowe, mm-hmm. I don't know if that I would th- work. See, as I think daddy. that he's good in Gladiator. I think that he's a fucking. I I hate. Well, I mean, my my feelings on Ron Howard's. Um, film that won best picture that i will not speak the name of he's i, I don't think he has the the weirdness he has he can be funny and he has warmth but i don't think he's weird he's good in the nice guy i mean he's, he, he's very he funny just, in the nice guy have to be weird i think Cage just makes this no i weird. think in order to to somewhat justify this guy's mental state that he's in where he's having his daughter become a marine basically i think he has to be a weirdo what if we age up elijah wood 10 years and we put him in the role that uh, is actually tied with Josh Duhamel for the worst <laughs> possible. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if we're doing, that, isn't Elijah Wood? Uh, he plays uh, Ted Bundy in like some movie that's coming out soon. Isn't no it? way. Is, I think that he doesn't Elijah play no. Ted Bundy. No. Zach oh, Efron just played Ted Bundy. I, I have to find it now. Um, it's. It's Elijah Wood is playing some uh, serial killer. I'm, I'm almost positive. He's playing. He's playing an FBI agent that's opposite Ted Bundy. Oh, he, and this was. Well, no, that's the twist. Is that he no. also is Ted Bundy? No, it's, not. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. like it's like a Co- Donald Kaufman. No man of script. God. Yeah, it was. Uh, it it's actually was a three. Tribeca. So <laughs> let's three. have him on pod. Elijah, you actually would be great in this role. I take it back. Come on the pod, please. If we're doing our mainstays for casting, Hanks could be great. I think. Sure. He's he's old enough that he wasn't being weird anymore. So it, he would have to be younger. Um, Michael Keaton. He's yeah. Weird. He's I weird mean, as that's fuck. A standard. Yeah. yeah. He, he's weird as shit. He could absolutely do it. Uh, Cruz. If he. If he is willing to go there Cruz doesn't really ever play a guy who only gets like 15 minutes of screen time yeah Magnolia which is the only well, he play he still like has yeah. more than that I know because but he it's is, a three and a half hour long movie. yeah but he's just like you know he's like one of 15 in that movie yeah respect the cock tame the cock <clears throat> anyway <laughs> well I think we've reached the end boys I was looking at like you know where cage goes from here because we this is the end of our series we don't do we don't do anything past 2010 and after this also 2010 he does the sorcerer's apprentice with jay barichell a movie yeah. i haven't seen have you seen it? yeah i've seen that he's better in kick-ass i'm sure one. this movie looks like dog shit <laughs> oh it's it's bad um i think that's a bruckheimer 
joint. If we were, I, I'm almost positive. Yeah, it is because this was another one of their collaborations. Then, together. then he does he does a bunch of stinkers. Then he does the Ghost Rider sequel, which I've heard from some people that it's better because oh. he's like doing weirder shit. He's not trying to play it as straight. How do you play Ghost Rider straight? That's so funny. <laughs> I don't know. I remember thinking when I saw the first Ghost Rider, I remember thinking like, wow, I did not think that movies could get this bad. <laughs> like that was like the first time I was like, this is the worst movie I mean, ever. You asked why he would play it straight. And I feel like he thought like in his broken brain, he was like, yeah, this would be the next national treasure, national treasure. I played straight, not realizing mm-hmm. like this is a movie about a uh, flaming skull man who rides motorcycle. <laughs> right. But I think he was he trying was like, to children's movie. He was trying to get into, you know, the inner conflict of a man who's like possessed by a demon drive angry. With- yeah. It's a, it's a bunch of stuff like that. And then, you know, then like the, the sort of Tubi run yeah. starts. I really want to see left behind guys. We should yeah. watch this movie. I've heard that it's like one of the worst movies ever made. It's you know, his apocalypse, his leftovers. I tr- I genuinely really want to watch taken and then stolen <laughs> because he's in a movie st- called <laughs> stolen feature. featuring him as a former thief who frantically searches for his missing daughter who has been kidnapped. Yeah. And like, this is, this is the cage that we've known the past decade. He makes like four or five movies every single year and they all go like straight to Redbox, and they're not. Have you of any note? Have you ever seen doggy dog Ernest? Oh yeah. That was like my number one of the year. The Paul Schrader movie. Fucking OG. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, no, it's it's Paul Schrader's movie made right before First Reformed. Yeah. That's starring Nick Cage, Willem Dafoe. Wow. Um, he, he made in 2016. Okay, I'll check yeah. it out. I didn't I didn't know. You're a Paul Schrader fuckboy. You don't have to give me that fucking snarky attitude. <laughs> Jesus. All I know is that Paul Schrader has made a lot of weird-ass movies that nobody has really... What Dave, what are your just general Cage feelings? What are you feeling... I, I I respect him a, l- a little bit. I have mixed feelings now after the hot yogurt stuff. <laughs> you should like him more after that. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, do I like him more? I don't know if I. I the thing I is, it's like at least he's not hurting anybody, you know, because there are like sadistic method actors, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jared Leto's, <clears throat> that actually like actively, uh, you know, hurt people in a emotional way and then you know the countless and examples physical. of physical abuse that other actors yeah. do and yeah. the combination of both in um, a certain james franco right yeah that whole yeah. thing who's really like watched- i'm i'm so method i'm going to have to sexually assault you for this scene so yeah weird. i uh i re-watched uh the disaster artist this past week it's uh those scenes are rough it's just it's rough rough look by james which is sad because i think uh, the Disasterist has like arguably the best collection of day players of any comedy movie ever. Yeah, it has the best it's cast of any. Com- how yeah. many people are just like, yeah, I'll be. Yeah, honest. but the the hot yogurt thing, it's like, it's weird as fuck, mm-hmm. bizarre. But at least it's like, it's just weird for him. <laughs> You know, he's not really harming any. I, I except the the PA that has to do it. Yeah, and the yeah. woman who's there. Uh, knowing that yogurt makes him hornier than she does and also that he is horny while she's like on top of him anyway <laughs> nick Look, cage is a good guy is like what we're saying he's like it's not you it's just my my lovely wife patricia arquette i can't get aroused <laughs> that was, <Owen laughs> <Wilson. laughs> yeah, was like, 
So just generally wow. though, career wise, I appreciate the hell out of him. I'm with you. Dave. Yeah. Yeah. He's very like widespread. Like, he takes risks. Yeah. He does bad things. He does good things. Like a lot of actors are scared to try different shit. And he never was like, he comes straight out with vampires kiss when he's a nobody, which is the most experimental performance I've ever seen in a movie. Like he is fearless. Um, and that oftentimes betrays him. And a lot of, you know, extenuating circumstances have resulted in like what the types of movies he's done during our lives, because he's been very publicly broke because he buys castles and like dinosaur skeletons and shit. Like, so hey man, it makes sense. That's what you got to do. Yeah. And he like, you know, has tax <laughs> issues, shit like that. So he has to do a bunch of like doo-doo ass movies that he just phones in. David, have you seen Mandy? No, I don't think so. So that's like when you look at his run, that's like of the past decade. That's the one that stands out as like he's back. Like the movie overall is very, very weird. It does some like absolutely bizarre stuff, mm-hmm. but it's it's the only one that's not like and I guess some people said mom and dad was another one. But Mandy's like, oh, my God, like this feels like the cage that we know and love. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's like he is like actually just giving this movie this all which happens less and less now. But he goes full unhinged cage and Mandy and like mm-hmm. the best possible. It fits the tone of that movie perfectly. Yeah. He makes a lot of money with the crudes. Yeah. That, that brings him lots hey, of uh, dough. He, he's good friends with JGL because of Snowden. Maybe he'll show up on um uh the the press record. Hit record. Hit record. Hit record. Maybe maybe he'll be in a Don John two. Are now? we recording? Don John two still jacking. <laughs> <laughs> he also voices Superman in Teen Titans Go. And I mean, I movies. like his dude. He's he's great. And like the few lines that he gets as Spider-Man Noir. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a really good voice actor. Yeah, he's got like such a great voice mm-hmm. that I wish they would do more voice acting stuff. Honestly, I would like to imagine that he's less unbearable to work with now that he's kind of cooled off as, you know, an older man, because he was even if he was uh, not doing crimes, he was just like directors didn't like working with him because he's a pain in the ass. He's like, listen, my uncle made the Godfather. So what I'm going to do is be crazy in this movie. <laughs> You're like, oh, sure, man. <laughs> and beyond that, we got Pig coming, which I guess we have to talk on the hey, show now. Yeah, we have to. We've got the unbearable weight of massive talent, which is I hope that my most anticipated movies. Of I haven't year. seen any. I mean, we got a Pig trailer and poster. We haven't heard anything from that movie. So it might not be out for a while. I, it's been crickets from that. Look, mm-hmm. I, I, take your time. Polish this bad boy off. Give I, it to me. Let this be his adaptation of Was himself. this movie made for like $12? Like <laughs> Which one? Uh, the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I don't know. I, I don't know anything about it. Do you it's know like, anything about this? Premise. Have you heard this movie? I've never heard so this movie. So the general premise of this movie is that Nicolas Cage is playing himself Um and he is also an undercover FBI agent and he gets hired to like show up to some massive drug cartel uh, birthday party. Yeah, because like a yeah, uh, like a kingpin is like a huge fan of Nick Cage. So he shows up, but he's really working for the CIA because, yeah, it's a kingpin and uh, the kingpin has been cast in a Tarantino movie. 
What does that have to do with anything? I, I think it's like a movie about movies. Yeah, exactly. It's just gonna be like it's like I'm sure Tarantino will like show up. It's like it's like Ready Player One. Cage <laughs> Pedro Pascal, Sharon Horgan, baby. From a What if we have Ready Player oh, One, but talented. it's just Kate it's just all the different cages? <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris, Tiffany Haddish. Um Ready Player Bees. <laughs> we didn't do the Wicker Man. Damn. We we missed a few along the way that would be fun to loop back around but that will be fun to loop back around we did it 16 did movies four months and this is it now wow. i'm ready to go to sleep who's who's next uh i was thinking we let it the listeners decide yeah we're gonna have to do a bracket of some kind because okay. i'm i'm pushing i'm writing waving the flag for tom cruise because i think he has just such a fascinating career what do you think david but who who should be the next you have a series it, if you guys did Tom Cruise, I, I would I would be on one of those two. I would probably pick like Tropic Thunder, to be honest. Yeah, that's see, that's great that late be, that stage so Tom. That's another about. like uh just short bit, just like this one. Yeah, like, but not but a lot it, of screen time. Like when he's on screen, it's like you're like yeah, he's the best guy. Yeah, yep. and another movie that could never get made today. No. Oh yeah, no <laughs> never way. Get made, but it's oh man, I oh. actually I want to revisit that. I want to see how it's aged. Cruise. I would throw someone in like Sam Jackson in there because he's just he's done every movie. Yeah. yeah. So we could just pick and choose the most interesting he ones because he's been in one billion movies. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a cage thing where it's like we can't hit it all. Yeah. But yeah. I'm riding hard for Tom Hanks because Tom Hanks he's has too good. Tom Hanks is literally yeah. the best run ever any that any actor is. Well, but I want to do someone who has the, the best and, and worst yeah. run. No, I mean, Hanks, Hanks has been in some doo doo for yeah, sure. Yeah, but it's not like it's not like cage doo doo. You know, right? It's like look, prestige doo doo. I'm pulling it up now so we can just go through his ten year run once again. There is not a single fucking stinker in here. Going back to when does it start? Hold on. Uh, we yeah, Hanks would be a great one. Though. It starts with like you've got mail. He's kind of untouchable. Mm. Or sleepless no, in Seattle. So yeah, you got mail. A League later. of Their Own, 1992. Sleepless in Seattle. Uh, Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, Apollo 13, Toy Story, That Thing That You Do. Directed uh, by is, him as well. Yeah, um, which is the only one that's kind of like doesn't get buzzed. That's the only, that's the first one that's been like a eh in this entire run. Next up, Saving Private Ryan, You've Got Mail, Toy Story 2, The Green Mile, Castaway. And then if you throw in some of the shows in there, Band of Brothers, Catch Me If You Can. And then it ends with The Lady Killers and Terminal and 2004 i didn't skip anything in there that was his entire yeah. run it's just banger after banger after that would yeah. be a crazy and i, I would want to do the early stuff too because there's you know big and turner and hooch yeah. even his Ooh. his uh sitcom bosom buddies he was Splash. on in the 80s he was on a sitcom where he uh played a guy who had to pretend to be a girl in order mm -hmm. to like live at like women's housing or that's how he got his start <laughs> instead of doing an actor series we could do my letterbox list that i just make which is called movies in order <laughs> where you start with year one then kubo and the two strings three kings fantastic four fast five six cents seven <laughs> eight below and so on eight below not hateful eight no eight below I, dude paul walker we don't have to revisit hateful eight i would actually rather watch eight below than rewatch hateful eight it's paul walker with some snow dogs <laughs> Mm -hmm. But not the Cuba Duking hey, Jr. Speaking, not, not speaking of, how about we do some Cuba Gooding Jr.? That's not bad, honestly. That'd be like a mini arc because it's not a. Show me the money. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Jerry Maguire. Um, all right. Well, we'll decide that when the time comes. I really think that doing some sort of bracket where people can vote online for who they want to hear a series about would be the best move. Hell yeah. Um, but it's kind of serendipitous that we're ending right now because new movies are finally starting to come out. Movies. The movies. We skipped a couple, so we already have Quiet Place 2 and In the Heights are already out. Uh, Luca just came out on mm. Disney+, Plus, which I've heard like so-so things about. But next week, F9, The Fast Saga. We need mm. two precision drivers. <laughs> I remember everything about my father. I'm, I'm seven fast movies deep into this franchise. It's still up in the air <laughs> as to how yeah, I feel. Much like the car that they drive. <laughs> that they yeah. drive off of the from, bridge. From one building into another. And then from that building into a third. <laughs> in Fast Not 7. Not enough people talk about the third. The third <laughs> tower. Yeah, no, <laughs> That's that's what truly sends me into the stratosphere. When yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. We're not jumping from one skyscraper to another. We're then going from that one into a yeah. third one. Well, and then after that, the car behaves as a car would when it goes out a window where it just kind of falls instead of going straight across <laughs> into another building. Incredible. Dude. Probably, probably the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Cinema. Um, But yeah, that's what we got next week. And then beyond that, we have a new M Night Shyamalan movie coming. Old. What if? What if they were old? Yeah. What if? What oh. if you go to Island and it make you old? Yeah. Um, and uh, that's the real premise, times. by the way. I'm not joking. Yeah. Like, I watched. The, I saw the trailer. <laughs> what if? What if you go to Island and it make you old? Black Black Widow. Anybody? I'm fine with just us <laughs> never even mentioning that Black Widow's movie is coming out. Hey, Loki's a fun show. It is. I, I'm really digging Loki. Have you been watching Loki? No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch it soon. No. I'm gonna high key pass on that. It, it's, it has. Look, it's the television show for people who listen to podcasts. It has. Um, <laughs> dude, like what that if, sounds like, awful. What if like <laughs> determinism? Like, what if there was a real bad line? What, what if, if actually there was no such thing as free will, dude? I'm. I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> it's. A, it's actually. It's a fun show. I'm like Loki. It has a uh, Rick and Morty thing. energy. It has that that like kind early of, Rick and Morty yeah. energy. Mm, okay, it, okay, you know it's not as like adventurous as that's Rick and Morty. But I'm looking at what other movies are coming out in July. The Green Knight. Yeah, oh, we're yeah. watching that. That's it's on my list. Yeah, we, yeah. Dave was in when we played the the RPG version. of Yes, that. your fantasy film league list. That's the only. You're the only person who picked this movie. Mm -hmm. We'll see how it does. I I, I don't actually, know. Actually, ah! no, no. I was about to. No, I actually didn't pick any movie. Yeah, you're you're just you just didn't sitting out me. entirely. Why, wait, really? With you? I've chosen to handicap myself so severely because the further the longer I wait, the more movies I'm not allowed to put on my list. It's not that I mean, you can't put Quiet Place, Cruella, In the Heights. You're not Dude. putting you can't put F9 on the list. I'm I'm saying it right here. Why not? You can't put it on there. Yeah, but why? Because I mean, it's it hasn't come out. Have come out and everything. You. You can't. I put, haven't read a single review because I don't care. You can't put the hitman's wife's bodyguard, <laughs> dude. Honestly, hey man, it it unseated. That, no, to handicap me, you should make me put that on my list. <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. laughs> uh, and then with August, we get uh, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. So it ain't it ain't fun. just Suicide Squad anymore. So lots lots of new movies coming out. We also just wrapped up our Tribeca 2021 coverage. Um, if you want to check that out, lots of 
uh, yep. interviews actually, with lots of filmmakers. Yeah, actually genuinely talking to real filmmakers yeah. mm-hmm. who made like recent movies. We got Jenna Malone on the we show. We got fucking Jenna Malone. Yeah. That's hype. Man. That's all that I need. Hunter's house was flooding as he was talking to her. <laughs> yes. No, that's not. I, yeah. I didn't tell you that. Donnie, no, I think you did tell yeah, Donnie my, Darko my went into your water main. Flooding. Honestly, it really was just like straight up some Donnie Darko shit that my house is flooding as I'm preparing to do an interview with Jenna Malone. But how how fast do you think she would have left the meeting if like she we opened up video and we had like bunny costumes? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, all right, thanks so much for your time. And she's Why like, are you please. wearing that stupid lady suit? <laughs> um <laughs> No, yeah, it was great. Honestly, some great talks with filmmakers and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna try to uh, get some more stuff on there. I'm gonna do a uh, uh, we bought a mic inspired awards ceremony that you guys can also help me. With. Mm-hmm. The the if you know the Wabamis, it's gonna be the Wabamis meets Tribeca. We should call it the Wabindies because they're like indie movies. Mm. Yeah. We we will workshop it. How it goes. Um, but yeah, it's stay tuned for all that. Check it all out. And, uh, yeah, David, anything you want to let the listeners know you want to plug um, TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. You guys can check me out on TikTok, YouTube, <laughs> Twitter. I'm pretty much everywhere. Check out honestly, Dev, honestly, Dev, the deepest lore of any YouTuber, of any Twitter account. <laughs> where, like, it, you, you think maybe if I scroll back enough, I'll understand it off. No, you won't. <laughs> Yeah, no. do you want to you want to plug a project that you're working on? Oh yeah, me and Hunter have been uh working on a movie, a short film. Been the lab. Yeah, been it's, the lab cooking. And what's it called? It's called Mobley. That's right, wow. with yeah. a capital L and a capital Y. Yeah. Wow. So what does yeah, that so mean? Just get ready. Yeah. Yeah. I can't spoil anything. Yeah. Actually. Shot, there's it, there's trailers on YouTube, but they don't really. It's under wraps. Shot uh yeah. in my house. <laughs> Hunter, come get your lights out of my house. <laughs> no. No, just begging leave. No, you. Good. I I think it really like brightens up the whole room just <laughs> leaving those heat lamps on just we, there was a so week hot. where like the light bulb was still in your lighting rig from our bathroom and like we were just too lazy so we just like shit in the dark for a week <laughs> jeez okay that's not on me that's on you guys <laughs> i know i know it, it'll be out soon though guys yeah definitely uh, hey you can't rush greatness no no yeah i haven't so, even started editing it it's yeah. not it's like it's like 95 percent done being filmed though Okay. Like it's like production okay, is still underway. It, well, I mean, it's we're saving it for a summer release. Yeah. 2022. Really the people talking. No, 2021. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like July 30th. Yeah, we're okay. gonna release it simultaneously with Black Widow. And we're gonna see who can get more eyes on their project. <laughs> yeah, and it, you won't. I'm put looking it, at you, ScarJo. You won't it's put it behind on. the thirty dollar paywall. Yeah. Um, it'll be available on YouTube it for free. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Dav. Um, we'll link to that in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on. Yo, we got to have you, you on again. Yeah, soon. I would love to come back. Yeah, because it's been too long of us doing the show without you mm. being on. So thank you for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe, donate if you're able to. Check out the website, webottomike.net. Uh, follow us on social media at webottomike. Email us, webottomike at gmail.com. And see you next week for F9. Vroom, vroom, baby. Family. <laughs> bye bye. You can have any beer as long as it's a Corona. Corona extra or Corona light.